Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussion on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, currently featuring Steven Universe, Miraculous Ladybug, New Powerpuff Girls, and Star vs. the Forces of Evil. <laughs> I'm Justin Cummings, and today I'm joined by Michelle Anderer. Hey guys. Today, Michelle and I are bringing you part two of our Steven Universe Buddies book discussion. Uh, yesterday, the episode review went up with Dylan, Sam, Delaney, and myself. Today, Michelle and I are taking your feedback, questions, comments, all kinds of stuff. You can find that podcast, this podcast, and all our podcasts at OverlyAnimated.com by searching Overly Animated on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. So, Michelle. Yes, just You were not here yesterday. I was not. That, that's a shame, because it was quite the riveting episode. <laughs> oh, it, oh, it's, it yes, really we was. Went, we went like an hour. <laughs> I noticed. There were a lot of you on, though, so that also makes sense. There was four of us, and it was mostly us yelling at Dylan over a theory of his that we will discuss later in the episode. <laughs> uh, first off, though, what is your thoughts on Buddy's book? On Buddy's book? It, I mean, it, as... As, like, one of, like, those kind of episodes, one where it's not, like... I mean, we can't even say it's, like, not plotty, though, because it, it, it is kind of plotty. Right. But, uh, like, on the, like, lesser side and, like, heavily, like, sort of Jamie-focused, I guess. Yeah, it's, like, um, Jamie via proxy. Via proxy. Um, I, I liked it. I mean, it definitely gave me a lot to think about in terms of, like, more things connecting to things, such uh-huh. as, like, lions and such. But, um... I liked it. Um, I, yeah, I wasn't expecting it to, like, be what it was about, but then mm-hmm. I was kind of like, okay, like, this is, this is all right. What? Yeah. yeah. Would you count this as a Jamie episode or a flashback episode? Can't it be both, though? Because... I mean, <laughs> it's technically not Jamie. It's, it's so much better with Jamie. Jamie. It's so much better with Jamie, though. I guess technically, yeah, it is a flashback episode. Yeah, um, I don't know where to rank this. <laughs> to rank it in terms of, like, quality or... I mean, quality and relevance to... The- <laughs> I mean, it's... Uh, it's relevant, it, I think. I feel like until we get more, like, about the lions and about stuff, yeah. I feel like it might become relevant, but right now it's not super relevant. Well, I mean, there was that one lion that looked a lot like our lion. It had, like, the same foofy, like, distribution. Didn't all the males have the same foofy? No, 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 no. They not? No, the one on the right um, had, like, okay. the, the foof at the top and the two foofs on the side and the foof at the bottom, which is, like, very particular, I think, to our current lion. Right. So that's interesting because I was very – I was – I knew I was like really against the idea that lion was ever a normal lion because mm-hmm. he's so magical, and I might have to revise that after seeing that last episode. Do you think our lion was one of the seven or a missing eighth lion? Mm, there's been a lot of discussion about the significance of there being seven lions, so I'm yeah. guessing maybe he was actually one of the seven. Dylan's lion seven thing he's like well it's clearly a reference to harry (laughs) potter because the seven oh i see now or harry potter was referencing that seven is a magical number to begin with Mm, yes that sounds more plausible it's like think people have been using seven as a very special number for as long as human history so (laughs) i I don't buy his theory i i sell it you sell it yes 
I think I'm going to sell it to... He's going to listen to this podcast, and he's not going <laughs> to let me host again. Because... I do not think he'll be surprised at all, though. Oh, he shouldn't. <laughs> all right, so all of you loyal listeners sent in your feedback. I was very happy. We have 10 comments, last questions, concerns, complaints, whatever That's you want to call these. awesome. Good job. Oh, yeah, good job, guys. Good job, you guys. You did good it. Good job. This is, this is my first time hosting. I feel so loved. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> um. We got 10. I've divided them up now into three categories. We're going to go through the kind of history stuff first, then our crystal gem stuff, and then our lion stuff. Saving the best for last. Yeah, we got, well, we got to save the best for last because I feel that will take the most time. Probably. We'll see. All right. So our first. (laughs) What are they? Our first first world building. Uh, I got this on Tumblr, so yeah, follow me on Tumblr, guys, uh, friendlygeeks3.tumblr.com, or check out our bios page at overlyanimated.com, find all of us. Oh god, don't do that. <laughs> follow all of us on Tumblr, Aww. we love having fun together, we're a big happy family. <laughs> uh, a anonymous listener asked, is it confirmed that Buddy is Jamie's ancestor? And I could leave you in suspense, uh. the answer is no. Why are you so sure, Justin? It is not confirmed. I went back. I watched Historical Friction. They never said it's Jamie's ancestor. Jamie is playing him into play because he's not Stephen. Yeah, I mean, I I have no reason to believe that Jamie would be related to him either. I mean, I'd like it because it seems everyone in this town is related. (laughs) I mean, I I want it to be. It's my headcanon, but it is not confirmed. As awesome as that would be. Yeah, I don't think I don't think there's quite enough evidence for that, but it is an interesting thought in general. Do you want it? Uh, I'm neutral on it. I don't want it or not want it. I if it happened, I mean, I guess that'd be cool, but I'm not hard pressed to make that legit. Do you buy or sell the head cannon that can- Jamie is a descendant of the great Buddy Budwick? Of the only two options to buy or sell, can I just like hold on to it and like you look can, at it? You can borrow. You can borrow. <laughs> yeah, I'll borrow. Oh, great. Yes, I like having a third option. So you borrow. Yes, I borrow. We will tell Dylan about our third option. <laughs> He's still gonna be scale. like, no, he'll be listening. I, I sell options. the borrow option. Yeah. All right. Our next. That was a that was a simple one. We're, we're doing okay so far. One out of ten. Our next wonderful question. Another anonymous. Uh, They say, I like these narrative story plots where we can see the past without Steven being there, either through stories, pictures, songs, now even through a book. It's not really a question, but kind of what do you think of the uh, flashbacks we've done so far? I mean, I think they've kind of, I mean, usually they're pretty like intense stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, so usually it's pretty great to see a flashback. And this was probably the most like chill flashback, actually, that we've so that was kind of nice. Um, nothing like really like heart wrenching happened. So yeah, I like how they're not just using the flashbacks to give narrative material, but try out different styles. Like log date, we kind of got a very different That's episode. Uh, the Rose flashbacks kind of have almost a more sitcommy feel, like a mm-hmm. How I Met Your Mother kind of vibe to them. Yeah. This had a very like we talked about yesterday, kind of like an early nineties cartoon kind of feel that's interesting i didn't really consider that but i i can definitely see parallels now that you've brought it up 
I think what did it for me was the whole, oh, books and reading, great, and we're at a library. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that was, like, really, like, I felt like I was being told to read more by a show. And yeah, I was like, I know, this right? is weird. This hasn't happened to me in a long time. Exactly, since the early 90s. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Okay. I'm starting to see the correlation more now. Yeah, so that's why I was like, mm-hmm. And I like that they're not just, because, I mean, yeah, it's cool to see other narratives, but I love seeing different styles. And if they want to keep doing that, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. So, overall, do you, like what they do with the flashbacks because it's kind of our way to break the steven perspective do you like do you want more flashbacks or no flashbacks i mean i want more flashbacks in the sense that i want to see like more stuff that like happened um because we have something like i i'm still waiting for that episode when like pearl sits down with steven and is like hey like this is how i met your mom like these were the circumstances like you know like yeah. I, I i'm sure that's gonna be a flashback and i'm very excited for it and also just seeing stuff, more stuff maybe from the Rebellion forming and, like, maybe, like, early stuff with the Gems when they're, like, first with Steven. Like, there's a lot of stuff yeah. that I'd like to see in flashbacks. I don't know, like, tonally how it'll go, but I'm open. I mean, yeah. I, I trust them to do what makes sense. Like, I love what we saw in that extended theme where we saw, yeah. like, little baby Steven visiting the Gems kind of, like, away for the weekend. Yeah, I love, I would love more stuff like that. I think it's... The show has so much to play with, and they've set up now all these different narrative kind of escape hatches out of Steven's perspective, and I want to see them use it more. I mean, I don't think it's ever going to technically be out of Steven's perspective. I think they're just getting more creative about reasons yeah. to, like, go to flashbacks by, like, incorporating Steven in some fashion. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure it's, like, a true breaking out of his perspective. I feel like they're very conscious of not doing that. They have to frame, but I think they're yeah. getting better... And some some have more frame though. Like this had a lot of frame compared to the other Steven flashbacks. Like the um Greg the Babysitter had almost no framing. The answer had almost mm-hmm. no framing. Yeah. This one had quite a bit, but I like what we got. Did you like the library puns and jokes and such? I like honestly don't remember them that much. You don't Can you give me an example? Wild. Oh my god. They even have no, I didn't on the bottom shelf. This is why you're here, Justin. Because I remember the little inconsequential. And before Tumblr hates me, because we didn't talk about it yesterday, yes, the librarian is reading Passions of Zanzor. Oh, yeah! I did see that. uh, The book Stephen is still forbidden to read until he's a bit older, but a favorite of Rose Quartz. Apparently. And probably Greg, if he ever read it. Well, I'm sure. Sure he did. He's like, I relate so much to this somehow. (laughs) Uh, Greg's probably sitting here reading, I can't read science fiction anymore because it's my realistic fiction. <laughs> All right, so before we get too far into Greg's book habits, uh, ne- next, last world building kind of question. Uh, another Tumblr asked, Taste of MTG, I'm presuming that's the best way to say this. Uh, they say, I really like this episode because I've been wondering for a while how human explorers never found any gem stuff. So I guess they did, or at the very least, Buddy did. But did he never tell anyone about it, or do people just not care there's all this evidence of some ancient alien culture on Earth? I think the latter, to be completely honest. I think they just, like, honestly don't care. Like, we've seen how the Beach City residents just, like, don't really care about the Crystal Gems, even if they literally, like, punch a monster in the face in front of them. just doesn't care. They just don't care. I think that's really funny. I think that's kind of great. Angle to take, you know? Mm -hmm. Now, is that all the... 
now is it just Beach City because they're so used to it, or is it no, like the whole world is like I think that? it might be the whole world. Our Earth will never be this chill. So, Michelle Andorra, did you just confirm <laughs> alternate Earth theory? Um, I feel like I might get in trouble for saying yes, but yes, I guess All so. All right. That should make Sam happy, at least, right? Sam and was... hopefully Dylan. Huh? But, see, you can't confirm it unless it's the way Dylan confirms it. <laughs> Such is life. He's going to oh. hate me so much after this episode. <laughs> He's gonna feel honored that we've mentioned him as much as we have so far. Like He's we definitely feel lack of villain and are filling it up ourselves with our constant mentioning of him. Exactly. It's like you can feel the, the void and we're never just really the vacuum. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Do people find these places? Because I mean, they seemed pretty in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like the one in the crater of Russia. I doubt many people have been to. It could be that they're really far out of the way, so humans just, like, don't mm-hmm. happen upon them very often. And the ones that do are just kind of like, oh, that's weird, but, like, don't yeah. report it or, like, build anything on top of it. Yeah. Which is the, convenient. <laughs> the one that kind of gets me is the Strawberry Battlefield, because that seemed right on a coast. Yeah, according to, like, the map when yeah, across. I don't know. Uh, like, how was no one settled there? Or did they get there and be like, oh, Vikings, well... Maybe everyone in the area is really allergic to strawberries, so they're like, oh, this area is off limits, you guys. Like, don't even bother. Don't go to the strawberry battlefield. There's death and also swords. Because they're allergic to the strawberries. <laughs> no, I so got the it. strawberries are the death. I got it, Justin. I, just, I don't know. It's very silly. Yes, it's me talking. <laughs> this is also true. So I, that that seems to be the world building that we kind of got out of this episode. What did you think, before we move on, we talked yesterday about the palanquin. I think that's how you pronounce it. What were your thoughts? Is that blue diamonds? Is it yellow diamonds? Who Whose magical palanquin is that? Is the palanquin the thing with the legs? Yes. Ah, well, that's blue diamonds. We saw her get away in it during the well, answer. Ha- well, if it's blue diamonds, why do we care about it? Why would they show us if it's blue diamonds? Well, they're showing us because they're probably going to set something up and be like, oh, see, remember, it was foreshadowing. I mean, so what I understand from <laughs> Tumblr is that they're like all these theories about like Blue Pearl being like stuck on Earth somewhere. And, like, she's going to meet up with, like, Pearl, and they're going to, like, talk about stuff and, like, reveal things together. About the Pearl Society? Yeah, and about just, like, what happened and, you know. Because, like, there's that moment in the answer when um Sapphire's talking about the rebellion. She's like, oh, like, this is what's going to happen. Like, they're going to come over, and then, like, we're going to stop them, and they'll be crushed. And then, like, the Blue Pearl's been doing, like, nothing but looking very, like, subdued. And then, like, mm-hmm. when they say, like, the rebellion's going to be stopped, she, like, turns her head a little bit. Because she, like, mm-hmm. maybe is concerned about it. So I feel like if she met up with Pearl, they'd have a lot to talk about. I like this idea. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of sick of Tumblr's obsession with blue and yellow Pearl. It's like, hey, look, uh, characters, uh, we must draw all the fan oh, art. Oh, man. I mean, yeah, but... I mean... <laughs> I want more blue Pearl. Mm-hmm. I question, though, if that blue Pearl is still blue diamonds Pearl. You think she might be a renegade, too? I think she might have been, like, replaced or something, like a newer model or... Oh! Like, a normal gem, I wouldn't think, you know, but a servant replaced with, like, a newer upgrade or something. But then again, Homeworld, quote-unquote, is running out of resources. There's theories that they're not. 
the theories on homeworld politics are are ridiculous but wonderful <laughs> i so mean I have, so, I have no clue so you think like currently blue diamond has a different pearl but that still leaves like that pearl is whereabouts like a question on, yeah yeah so she could be on earth and blue diamond could have i'm wondering how blue diamond got off the planet yeah. if she was in that i mean i guess she couldn't take that to like space so maybe the, she just like took it to like a ship and then just like left it behind the theory i've heard is that the blinding light we see is only because of a fusion of blue yellow and white diamond which would mean then that blue diamond's palaquin would be irrelevant if she is no longer blue diamond at the moment True, I guess. I mean, I think it is kind of likely that they just have some really powerful, like, nuking technology. I mean, like, whatever they had in the hand that they were shooting at, the crystal gems, like, was pretty strong. So maybe it's just, like, a a larger extension of that, whatever that is. Right. Yeah, what would have happened if that hit our people? Would that have corrupted them, perhaps? Um, maybe. We are deep in the theory rabbit hole. Yeah, it must be a really weird substance to be able to, like, corrupt gems and not just, mm-hmm. like, shatter them. So maybe it is, like, toxic. Well, I mean, like, UV rays would do that. Yeah. Like, yeah, so is that, like, their equivalent of, like, sunlight? Ooh, homeworld maybe. sun. <laughs> Why is that exciting? Gem Superman confirmed. Oh, my God. Maybe. We'll have to see. So, steering back into Tumblr. It's <laughs> always a great place to go. Uh, another anonymous ask. Um... For the feedback podcast, the Crystal Gems colonial outfits were so cute. I especially loved Pearl with her curly hair. Yeah. Yes. Like, Amethyst we need to rank these. Amethyst looked great in that hat and that jacket, though, too. There was yeah. not a bad dressed gem in the bunch. Yeah. I, first off, hashtag Powderwig Pearl <laughs> is the official hashtag for this podcast, if anyone was wondering. Yeah, I'm- I'm on board with that. I love it. I love Powderwick Pearl. It's like I, they keep topping Pearl's costumes. I'm like, Tuxedo Pearl's the best thing ever. Then Waiter Pearl's the best thing ever. <laughs> oh, and now Powderwick Pearl, Pearl is the best thing ever. Like they it's won't. So, it. It's so silly. I love it. And Pearl would totally wear that as the thing. Oh yeah, she'd be like, "This is like the best style ever." I like how all of the gems are just like, I don't know, because like in Pearl's first outfit, we see her. She's in like kind of a tutu thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're all, like, wearing, like, pants and, like, jackets. And I don't know. I just think that's kind of cool. Yeah. I think it's, like, they eventually... And I wonder, because it's, like... It's, like, the the homeworld gems we've seen. Lapis is probably the most humanly dressed of them. Jasper and Peridot, at least at first, you know, they looked at least more alien, less clothy. Mm. Oh, and Sapphire was pretty... Pretty, like, well, she, she got like a dress going on yeah but she was saying? also at least on earth at the time and uh, like it's hard to determine sometimes like what they know of human culture and what they don't that's a good point like I amethyst mean... is the most clearly earth cultured when you look at like how she how her attire is pearl is pearl's a close second but garnet's like still kind of alieny looking yeah i would agree with that and i, I think that's pretty cool but granted, how much can Garnet control? Yeah, how much can fusions control their attire? Mm, I mean, you got two like twice as many people working, so maybe it's just as easy. Yeah, I don't know. Do have I don't to know. Agree? Like we haven't had that come up, so it's a good question. These are the kinds of questions we answer when Dylan's gone to not keep <laughs> us on track. <laughs> but I mean, oh these are good God. questions. These are good stuff. And what was interesting, Rose didn't have a colonial outfit. 
Yeah, what the heck? Yeah, Here's a lot my of theory. talking about the photo. Here's my theory is Dylan, uh, Steven, not Dylan. Oh my goodness. I know, I said Dylan. Steven, the main <laughs> character we're talking about here. Because um, he event- originally he looked at the gems and he thought regular gems. And then Connie said, shouldn't they look different? And then so when he was like, oh yeah, they'll uh, look different. Uh, my my thinking is this is so sweet almost made me cry thinking about it oh my god he couldn't picture his mom any other way than what he knows like he just couldn't picture her not being that white dress except we saw that photo in like um oh god it's been so long i used to like know all the episodes on top of my head the one the one where Amethyst eats the gross burrito and gets food poisoning. Remember? They see... Yeah, it's like, we've seen other stuff, yeah, I think. We've seen Rose in a different outfit, and everyone else Steven, like, that's, seen that picture, so why Steven, was not? I think to Steven, that's Rose's look. Like, that's how she looks to him. Like, that is not just what he's seeing, but that's more what he thinks of his mom. I said, like, he can't change yeah. that. That's as plausible a theory as any for why that is inconsistent when all the other outfits look exactly the same as that picture. And so. it's, it's standard, run-of-the-mill cartoon conspiracy theory of main Absolutely. character has some kind of emotional issue. <laughs> but I mean, I, I think it holds up rather well. Maybe we'll find out. It, it's the best I got. Or maybe Rose just... I mean, maybe she missed colonial fashion because she was just, you know, in the desert. Yeah, true. Maybe that dress is like a light, a lot lighter than. Mm-hmm. That, I don't know, because that brings up. So were they like just like wearing old timey clothes? Like they didn't like shapeshift new clothes. Like like when they, they sh- do they like shapeshift to kind of like blend in with the period. I don't know if they shapeshifted. I think maybe they just like literally found some human clothes and like put them on. Like Peridot's alien boxers. Yeah, or like the baseball clothes from the baseball episode. And I mean, the thing is, we don't even know that that's how they looked. This is Steven's imagining of them. This is also true. It's totally possible. They just didn't look like that at all. And I would love for this to come up again. And Steven's like, and you had a powdered wig. I most certainly did not. (laughs) Just something like that. I would love to see that come up. But gem clothing. Buy or sell. Yeah. Uh, I... Well, gem clothing in terms of it came from them, or like do they, or did gems create fashion statements? Uh, I think I think they followed the trends. Actually, I think they're trying to, you know, do what the natives were doing. Did they shapeshift, or did they? Uh, I think it? they found. I think they, they they jacked someone's clothes from like a laundry line or something. That's what so, I. So basically, it's the episode of Avatar: The Headband, is what you're describing. Yeah, exactly. Colonial yes. America headband. Yeah. All right, I can dig it. Uh, next crystal gems question we have also on Tumblr. This one comes to us from the Redneck Otaku. They ask, obviously, in Buddy's book, the crystal gems were not living in Beach City. What place do you think they were staying at, if any, and why do you think they eventually chose to move to Beach City? Wait, why don't we know if they live in Beach City or not? I think the theory is we... Because I've seen this a lot where they... Because they weren't at Beach City, because they were kind of everywhere, like Mm -hmm. Norway and the kindergarten and the desert, that they weren't living in Beach City. But I mean, that's where the temple is. Yeah, and he drew the temple in his book. Yeah. So it seemed to be a thing. I mean, I just guessed that they were all on separate missions, like doing stuff. Yeah, I guess the warp pad. I mean, my, my theory is... 
that it was purposeful. Like Garnet planned it mm. to kind of guide him. I, I I don't know how much of that's true, but I think just when Garnet opened that third eye, and she's <laughs> talking. I'm like, she knows what's up. Garnet knows something here. Garnet can be know. very helpful with people when she wants to. And it's ironic that it was Jamie that Garnet was being so helpful to in this. Well, superimposed Jamie. Superimposed Jamie. It's history. See, maybe, you know, there's confirmation that Jamie is the descendant of Buddy Budwick because he first saw Garnet and deep in his genes oh, from generations ago, it's genes. stirred again. Oh, my God. Oh my god. Um, okay, maybe. I don't I don't know about that, Justin. <laughs> I just need to move on. That's how DNA works, oh right? My god. Maybe in the alternate universe of the show, in but the AU. Uh, yeah. So so do you so you do think they were living in the temple still? I think so, yeah. Just I think, out on mission. Because like it's, it's been so long. But like back when they were watching the play, I mean, weren't they like at Beach City before they even landed. Yeah, so like they, like, they had the City. temple had to be there. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I think I think that makes more sense. And then they just kind of like because if it's the same desert from like the desert we've been to in Lion, mm-hmm. I guess just Stevens Lion. Stevens Lion, yeah. It's like Lions Lion One, but no, it's just called Stevens Lion. If it's that desert, we know there's a warp pad there. We know there's a warp pad to the kindergarten. Yep. We know there's a warp to the battlefield. To the battlefield. Yeah. I mean, it holds up that they would have just warped there. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think that's what was happening. Makes good sense to me. <laughs> our last... I think this is our last... Yeah, this one is our last crystal gem question. And then we're going to spend the last half with lion questions and lion puns. Oh, my God. Oh, you know they're coming. Well, I know now. <laughs> You told oh, you me. knew. You knew. In my heart, I it's like maybe. you got on here and you're like podcasting with Justin. It's pun time. <laughs> oh god, they're already coming. <laughs> okay, what's the last crystal uh, so gem the last question? Crystal gem question is uh from Team of Steel, frequent uh frequent question questionnaire, questioner, contributor, person. Uh they say do you think Pearl believes she's better than humans slash they are beneath her because whenever she talks about humans or even talks to a human like she did in Buddy's book, she always calls her lives insignificant slash another synonym and short. In my opinion, she doesn't seem to regard them to high standards. <laughs> yeah, yes. I would totally agree <laughs> with that. Yes. I mean, I-, I think maybe she's coming around a little more since like Steven's been in her life. But I-, I think she has a fair amount of respect for Connie. Yeah, uh, I almost more say than she, most humans. I but think Connie shows her more like, oh, I should respect humans because Steven's at least half Jedi. Yeah, he's like he's like more relatable. But uh, back in this day, like absolutely, no. she did. I it's, mean, yeah, she, I don't think she ever quite had Rose's same perspective. No, she just loved Rose. Yeah. I think that's why she fought for Earth. It wasn't for Earth. It was for Rose. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. In the opening theme, the extended theme, Amethyst is the one like I'm fighting for Earth. Garnet's fighting like I'm fighting for where I'm free, which is Earth. Pearl's like I'm fighting for Rose Quartz and what she believed in. Did you see that Tumblr thing where it's like it's like Garnet just like I will fight because I'm gay, and Pearl's like I will fight because I'm also gay, and Amethyst is like I'll fight because I freaking live here. Like honestly, you guys, I think it's very relevant. It it's actually very <laughs> actually true. what happened in that song. And then Steven's like, 
I'm fighting because high expectations. Exactly. I'm fighting because of high expectations thrust upon me. Oh, uh, poor, poor Stephen. <laughs> He's figuring I'm, it out. I mean, we're, I'm sure we're going to get more into it with later episodes. He's getting there. So yeah, Pearl doesn't like people. Pearl's not a people person. Oh, I mean, I, I wouldn't say she doesn't like people. I think she just like, doesn't like, you know, she's not very, she doesn't consider them peers quite, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, she doesn't quite see them on her level. She yeah. sees that, I think it's pro- possibly because they're organic life. Mm-hmm, That's yeah. Be they're a lot shorter, they're a lot more fragile, they don't have the same kind of technology, like, in a lot of ways I could see her seeing them as inferior, like, not thinking that as, like, a bad thing, but, like, you know, as a consequence, just, like, being dismissive of feelings and such. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Pearl is not a human fan uh, on a whole. She doesn't see them as, like, a top species. Maybe one day. Maybe maybe, maybe someday. Yeah. You know, maybe by the end of season four, Pearl would be like, maybe we'll get a great speech about humanity from Pearl, you know? <laughs> everyone else kind of had their humanity speech. Where's Pearl's humanity speech? Did everyone have a humanity speech? Oh, I mean, at least that Earth speech. I mean, because Peridot had her shell, Parrot. Uh, Amethyst, I'm sure has mm. had something. <laughs> Darn it. Something about you're a human. Even Bismuth had something of a pep talk. Pearl hasn't really had a pep oh talk. Oh my for god, Steven. yeah. Apart Pearl hasn't from, had a pep talk with Steven, really. All she said was, strong in the real way. Wasn't even a full talk. Because mm-hmm. the song wasn't even to him. Maybe it's building towards something really yeah, good maybe, then. Maybe it was building towards an 11 minute Pearl ballad. Or it's like the title card starts, song starts, song finishes, roll credits. Dee Dee would totally love that. I can oh, see yeah, that. Oh yeah, she would love it. Sure. And it would be great. It would be like a meatloaf music video and I would eat that up. And it would be my favorite yes. episode and Dylan would hate me because I'd never shut up. <laughs> That's you anyway, Justin. <laughs> don't repress yourself. I don't, not every episode, just most episodes. Okay. So lion, obviously Rose and her one, two, three, several lions were a big plot point in this episode. Before we get that, before we get to the questions on that, I want to fill in the loyal listening audience and (laughs) Michelle, I'm so sorry. I have to fill (laughs) you in on Dylan's Horcrux theory. Right. This sounds Um, really weird. Of course, Dylan is hot on the bandwagon that Pink Diamond is a lion. I am not against this bandwagon. That's kind of how I feel. It, I like this logic. He then takes it to the next level of Pink Diamond was shattered and her gem was then put into seven parts in these seven lions. Like a horcrux from Harry well, Potter. Why? What's the point? That this is now the secret to reassembling Pink Diamond and we're going to spend the next Wait, season what? traveling the world looking for the other six lions to reassemble Pink Diamond. What? <laughs> what? That was the theory? <laughs> that is from the podcast? theory. Oh my god. Why? The man you and I call boss. <laughs> That's well, I mean, not I call true. Boss. I don't know if you do. Yeah. I like to think of Dylan as a, a peer. Ah, but... And then there's me where I'm just like, you're older, okay. <laughs> One day. One day. One day. I'll I mean, real podcast. I, what's the point? So, like, because there's seven, they just like have to each be in one because, like, that is harder yes. to find or, like, what? Yes. Why would she even want anyone to reassemble 
Pink Diamond, if she like did shatter her because she was a problem. Maybe yeah. no, because I think that's the whole Pink Diamond's in on it in one day when the world Pink is Diamond's working to get ready. Pink Diamond's in shattered and put into seven lions till yes. Steve can put her back together. Yes. That does not and make that sense. And that Steven is one of the seven lions. No, did he really say that? That Steven's a, well, maybe not Steven's a lion, but he said Steven is a horcrux. Did he really say that? Yes. Dylan. And then like yeah, and then I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh Pink Diamond fights Steven, blah, blah, blah. That would be so lame, though. Like, if that's what ends up happening, that would be so lame. Like, it would every- literally be Harry Potter. Like, yeah, like, like, I mean, we'll get references that. to Harry Potter. We're not literally getting Harry Potter. I do not think Steven. I mean, he's already, like, kind of a... He's, like, he's his mom. He's I mean, he's Rose's Horcrux. He's stuff going on. Yeah, he doesn't also need to be part of Pink Diamond. Yes. So that happened. And thankfully, there's no... There's no, uh... There's no Horcrux theory questions, thank goodness. But there are many lion theory questions, and we're going to dive into them now, if that's a segue. Uh, This one comes to us from our OverlyAnimated.com website, where you can leave comments on all our articles. It's amazing, there's a comment section. Yeah, yeah, and people do, which is I know, it's great. I love it. It's really great. AKP13 comments. Don't know how this contributes to the weird lion theories, but lion was first found in the Desert Gem episode. Mm -hmm. lion. When they had to take down the gem that was making different structures and spires in the desert sand. And Amethyst did say that the structures would pop up in different places all the time. So whatever Rose did to make Lion definitely happened there. And she left him at his birth site there before she died. Uh, I think those were normal lions she brought there after domesticating them for whatever experiments she was trying to do. I, th- I still think she shattered Pink Diamond by accident or regretted it. And she was experimenting on how to bring her back and lions are involved somehow. That all sounds really, really plausible. <laughs> I See, don't. Dylan, disagree this at is all. how you do it. Yeah, that makes total sense. I mean, yeah, because the the moving sandcastle, I think they referred mm. to it. That's totally the pillow gem. Oh yeah, I totally think that's the desert uh, desert glass or whatever it was. Totally by that theory. I mean, it is true. We haven't seen any other pink lines to like know if like the experiments mm-hmm. have been happening like to lines in general. But I think maybe right. she just did pick that one lion to like put shards in or something right right or maybe heck maybe the maybe that's the net there's a treasure chest sitting in lion's mane maybe pink diamond's gem is in the treasure chest who knows people have been talking about that treasure chest too oh you know what though okay what so maybe maybe rose stuck peak diamond in lion so that like literally no one could like put her back together though well then like, why would she give Stephen pink diamond um because oh, she trusts him but she didn't yeah. trust even bismuth so yeah exactly i think she she okay. would like trust he would make the right call slash like if if lion's his own lion and he mm-hmm. isn't just pink diamond like and she was friendly with him before she changed him like maybe she figured he would be useful to steven which he has been for the most part True. so like maybe that's just like what <laughs> what her brain process was at the time so you still are on, you're on the bandwagon, or not the bandwagon, I, I agree that somehow Lions and Pink Diamond are connected. Yeah, I, yeah. Just right. the evidence, like, if we hadn't seen those Lions hanging out with Rose, like, you know, like, maybe it would have been, been sketchy. Here, but at this point, feel yeah. like it's just, like, the evidence is building, mm-hmm. so. Now, do you think she shattered Pink Diamond by accident, or meant to? I don't know, I really don't know, I think it could still go either way. 
I think we need someone else, one of the gems to talk about it. Like one of the crystal gems to talk about it. Um, but Pearl didn't know Rose had a line, yet alone seven. Yeah. It's like, what was Rose doing in the desert with the seven lions? Doing experiments, probably. Or just like right. enjoying cats. There's you know? a wonderful theory that uh, I'm saving it for last because it's my favorite. And I'm going to have <laughs> okay. so much fun with this. Okay. Uh, next one, though. Uh, frequent commenter Steve on OverlyAnimated.com once again in the comments section. Uh, I'm not sure about Lion myself, except Pink Diamond has something to do with it. Maybe our Lion is Pink Diamond reincarnated. What if we found out that Buddy was one of Rose's lovers? Steven would never look at Jamie the same again. Oh my god. I'm okay with this idea. I'm not okay with this idea at all. Pearl was fine with the men who would come into her life now and again. Yeah, but why not, Buddy Budwick? Why do we need to like just like stick Rose with all these people? Well, she, she had to be maybe with the lights were enough for her at that time. Maybe She's she wasn't looking somebody for besides Greg. Why not, Buddy Budwick? I mean, adventurer. I mean, you saw that explorer's code. Who wouldn't want to be with him? You know. I mean, but he's also like really insecure, and I Rose don't eats think- that stuff up. Do you think so? I, I don't think, think she so. got with Greg because she liked him being insecure. I don't think he was insecure. I think because he was just, gems aren't insecure. You know? Humans are. She loves That is so not true. Stuff. Pearl's so insecure. Okay. Amethyst is so insecure. Pearl, gems in Homeworld hierarchy are secure. It's the moment like, they join those crystal gems that they start having human emotions, like insecurities. Is this one of those rare moments where I want Dylan back so we can just like not go down this... this- <laughs> Is he road <laughs> together? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Can but we move? On? We're not done with this line of oh thinking. Oh my god! Or should I say this line of thinking? My oh my god! You did warn me the puns were coming. So anonymous on Tumblr asks. <laughs> um, nice. Maybe this is how Lion became the pink magical lion he is now. She knew him as an actual lion, then somehow magically changed him into the lion we know now, possibly through her healing tears. I like the this theory mm, yeah. that healing tears magicified our lion. I don't think it was the healing tears alone. Mm-hmm. Cause that I mean that doesn't really change them. It just like fixes what was broken. And right. a, a normal lion wouldn't need to be fixed. But well, I mean, I mean like, they did say she was experimenting, now. so maybe yeah. the the shards were involved in some way. Yeah, I buy that. All right, another buy. <laughs> you sound so excited. I am. I'm very, very excited. Okay. All right. <laughs> that really the last. Oh, there's got to be another question because I, I thought there were more, but I think, I think it's time for my favorite question. Okay, let's hear it. All right. So, what if Rose turned her human lovers into lions to keep them all alive forever? <laughs> Anonymous, and I love you, Anonymous. If you're listening, I want you to message me so we can talk about how great this is. This is so crazy. I love it because Rose would do that. She would not. She would not turn humans, let alone like lovers, into lions. Yes. They get old, they would die. She's like, boom, magical lion, join the army. Come be with my pride. You you think she did it to stop them from dying? Yes. No, I think yes. I think 
Think no. about it. Greg's hair is like a lion's mane. That's crazy. <laughs> oh my god, no. I love this theory so much. Oh my god. It has absolutely no evidence <laughs> to support it. Is that but why you think love about it? it? There's three lions and four or three males and four females. It would so- confirm Rose is bisexual. I mean Homer would love it. Uh, no, they wouldn't <laughs> She wouldn't, she like wouldn't do that. She, she wouldn't turn people into lions to would selfishly she? keep them with her. Would she? No. How do we know she wouldn't? Because she, she does what's best for Earth, regardless of, you know, how it affects her, but she would never do that to people. What you if know? asked her to? I, I still don't think she would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I'm willing to like, Make the claim that that's never going to be canon, Justin. I will do that. Are you sure I am you're not right. lying? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, my God. That was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was. That was because that was the last one I got. Because I'm like, all right, these are, these are okay like, questions. These are, these are fun. It's like, bam. Like, these are cool questions. These are fun. And I get this and I'm like, oh, yes, this podcast will be incredible. I can see why you saved it now. That's see? quite the to end on. Actually, actually, there was one more comment. It's not really a question. Um, either Gary or Jerry. I'm not. I'm not sure on that G. Uh, we're gonna go Gary. Gary Danton. Actually, we're gonna go Jerry because it's an I. We're gonna go Jerry Danton on OverlyAnimated.com. Left the comment. I'm so glad someone remembers Liberty Kids. I love that show. Oh, thank you. I watched that because you. I didn't worked need- really hard on that reference yesterday. So thank you for noticing. That was a marginally educational show. It was great because it was like, hey, we're kids doing kids stuff and having adventures. And look, George Washington. American adventures. America. America's the game. Oh, my God. So so that is. <laughs> yeah, this was just something. <laughs> one time, I believe that is all our questions. So to confirm once more, you're selling the human lover lion. No, absolutely not. Theory. No. Well, think about nope. it. No, times I don't need to think about it. <laughs> well, I mean, think about it. it uh, it's, it's great when you think about it because it means that our lion was once competition, or not competition, but our lion <laughs> loved Rose, which makes sense. Lion would want to protect Steven. I don't know why we want to ship the lions with Rose at all. I think that's like... We're not shipping the lions no. with Rose. We're shipping their former human forms. Of- Hasn't this show taught us that love is love? Even and Lion also, Love is Love. Like, oh my god. Yeah, the, the thing with the show and metaphors, it's like you try to follow a metaphor and you're like, oh yeah, that's a cool metaphor. And then they go Listen, I don't think random. most people take the metaphor thing down this like road, though. They don't, and they, they shouldn't, don't. but it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> so you start following a metaphor and you're like, nope, we're not going to follow the metaphor anymore. <laughs> so I believe that is it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This was a very... Special episode yeah, of Overly Animated. Episode. Um, hopefully we will keep doing these feedbacks uh, as long as there is new episodes of Steven Universe, which hopefully will be for a long, long time. Hopefully, yes. Uh, hopefully you guys like hearing me attempt to lead discussion in a somewhat educational, entertaining, and informative manner. <laughs> I, I try. And me just saying whatever, you know. It's a good balance. We have a great balance because I'm I'm like a ball of fireworks. And then you're like calm, Justin, calm. I'm not that calm though, if 
if you hit a nerve like the line theory, you know, <laughs> my feelings come out, you know, they're not just going to stay buried. This is why I wanted you on yesterday, oh, because God. the Horcrux theory, you would have gone. Oh, off, my and God. It oh, can you please, if I forget, will you bring that up again at our I next? I will. Next like, time you're with us, I don't I'm know just going like, to defend that. That's insane. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dylan, but like, <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Thank you so much, Thanks, everybody, guys. for listening. Um, thank you, Michelle, for being here. Thank you, people, for <laughs> staying tuned for now. Good 45 minutes of this podcast. You can find all the information on this podcast at overlyanimated.com. And if you really liked us, you can support us financially via Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. You get all kinds of rewards. You get uh, your own nickname. You get your name read right on the podcast. Uh, there's a Facebook group. You can talk to us and the other patrons. Do uh, early stream every month. Oh yeah, there's the monthly Patreon <laughs> live stream. Yes, in the flesh. It's yeah, it's quite you a time. You actually see us, and sometimes <laughs> I bring out random Pokemon stuffed animals. It's great, y'all. You got to be there. Uh, so you get early access to some of our podcasts, like this Sunday's Ladybug. You can listen now if you join in time. If you care about that kind of thing. Uh, thanks so much to our current patrons. We got Mitch, Cordell, Beatrice, Nate, Andy, Jamie, Rachel, John, Ryan, Catherine, Taylor, Devon, Jade, John, and Phoenician. That is way slower than Dylan reads, y'all. I am not used to it yet. AKA Fever Mitch, Cordell University, Beatrix Lestrange, Nathan Fillion, Buzz Lightyear, Mailman, Rachel Rose, Johnny Bravo, Brian, Cookie Cat, Needle, Diamond Day, Jewel, Garfield, and To Be Determined. For the longest time, I thought that was Buzz like yeah, your mailman. Yeah, me too! I was you thinking, thought it too? Yes, because he's, he's this so, is so, so bad. That was, that was an eye-opener for sure. I know, I had to read that slow to kind of like... That's the one part I didn't have memorized. Oh, really? Was the patron yeah, names was just do-do-do-do-do. Yeah, exactly. And it's crazy thinking back, because I remember... Yeah, I remember, I think, when Ryan became a patron... So it's like just looking at how many names have been added since I've been here is crazy, y'all. Thank so, you so I think much. We're on a tangent. We should really close the podcast now. We really, really should. But before we yeah. do, uh, if you don't want to send money, another way you can support us for free, leave us iTunes reviews. Yes. We love iTunes reviews. They are great. If you like us, drop us an iTunes review. Uh, don't just leave stars, y'all. Leave content. You know, Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. And do it by Thursday for the next Stephen Universe podcast. And it might be read as our new iTunes review of the week. That's a new feature. Oh, that's a thing. So, yeah, it's a thing now. So that's do exciting. That, My Southern is showing with the y'alls in this podcast. So do that. Leave iTunes reviews. Check us out on Patreon. Uh, upcoming podcast this Sunday. We've got our Ladybug Roundtable on other ships. Uh, we'll be back next Thursday with mindful education and then mm -hmm. friday Your anticipated episode have you seen the trailer oh yeah oh yeah i screamed I'm literally so excited screamed yeah, i did too it. i was pretty loud on that and one it's gonna be good it's not confirmed yet we will have feedback i've seen the trailer there's gonna be feedback so I, I, we'll be back so, next friday yeah. with that uh if you're following all our shows no new star on monday taking a few weeks hiatus uh that will be back sometime soon uh, do you have any upcoming blogs you want to plug, Michelle? Blogs? No. Blogs. You writing anything? Um, no. I'm mostly editing right now, so that's that's occupying my time. Yeah, editing is fun. It's a lot of work, but it's fun mm -hmm. too. Uh, as always, on Mondays you can read my Total Drama Review series. We're up to episode 23 of season one, Camp Castaways. Oh my god! Almost done. That's commitment, my friend. So close. 
I've still got another two years left on that. <laughs> it's evil. It might uh, take you another two years, too. Oh, it will. <laughs> Alright, thank you for listening, guys. We will Thanks, see you guys. next time. Bye.